All right, Jamal, go ahead and play hate on Draymond Green. We've been waiting on it. I mean, I ain't got to do nothing. You know what I mean? His play is doing it for me. And I'm not, I don't hate on Draymond as much as I used to when he pissed me off when they beat the Cavs. But his mom did it for me. That's crazy, right? His mom came out and was like, I don't know who this is. I mean, she has to say something. People are harassing her, asking her what's wrong with her son. <laughs> I mean, he shooketh of the ball, bro. Like, he doesn't want it at all. As soon as he gets it, he's like, get it out of my hands. Where's the pass? I mean, he does make some good passes every now and then. Yeah, he had, what, nine rebounds, eight assists? But Two points. But, man, he's an offensive liability. Is he really an offensive liability if he leads his team in assists and he's their main facilitator? Yeah, because all that bullshit, science, stat shit, assist shit don't mean nothing. It's about points. Who cares about 18, 21 points? That doesn't mean anything. It means the playmaking means something if you're the main facilitator of offense. No, it doesn't because you can. No, because you can still lose with that. So, no. Don't mean nothing. 40 points. Do you, do you remember? Well, yeah, I know you don't really pay attention to the regular season, but when Draymond got hurt, the Warriors went on like a nine-game losing streak in the regular season because they need him to facilitate their offense and to run their defense. They need him. They can't run without him. Is the yeah, same thing like Steph Curry. If they don't have Steph Curry, they're shit. If they don't have Draymond Green, they're shit. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to say act like he's not an important piece in the Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he is. And like you said, they need him to run their defense. It just looks bad in today's NBA only because he's a known name and he's not like a Robert Williams. That's the only reason why it looks so bad, in my opinion. Yeah, but hey, Robert Williams should have won Defensive Player of the Year. I've already said that many times. Because, um, like you said, why is the – why is the – um consensus or like the thought on everyone's mind is that he's trash or he's a liability because they only care like you about buckets and so if you're not scoring points you must be poo poo but do you think we only care about buckets because yes. you just no, said it yourself wait you're like, wait you're wait not giving me enough points i don't care about passing i need points you're not letting me finish you just said it punk you're not letting me finish hurry up do you think we care about buckets because he's a known name. Nobody, I don't care about Robert Williams at all. Like, I don't care about him. I have nothing to say about him. Don't care. You won't hear me say he's a bum. I don't even care about him. Do you think people are bothering him because he's a popular player? You just said it. You don't care about Robert Williams, even though he's one of the best defensive players in the world. Did I call him a bum? About his points. Did I call him a bum? Did I say anything? I'm in the middle. Because he doesn't matter in your radar, because as a casual fan, all you want is, hey, do you score 20 points a game? If not, I can't retain your name or your game. I like uh, Looney. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, so. You like him because what? You've been seeing his name for half a decade. That's why. And I've seen him. Uh, Robert Williams has been balling for like the last three years, and he's a thousand times better than Kevon Looney. But you don't care about him. That's because I don't really care about the so that either. That plays a part of it, too. If you're a good role player on the dynasty, then people act like you were bigger than you were. Like and I don't really care about the Celtics. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't I never really seen him play that much. Like, I don't really care for the Celtics that much. Why not? They're one of the premier franchises in the NBA. They've made it to the final four at least, what, three times in the last five years? 
I know they're fun to watch. I like watching them uh, going against these Warriors, but I just don't care about them that much. All right, let's talk about some real stuff. Warriors. So what kind of wait? Wait. So what kind of fan are you? What do you call yourself? I call myself a journalist. No, so, fuck all that bullshit. You call me a casual fan. What are you? Business formal fan? Nah, I'm a I'm a diehard fan. I'm a hip hop historian. I'm a basketball historian. I study the game, not just in today's lens, but in the history of the game. That's why I'm able to bring things into perspective. So tell us, casual fans, what you think of Draymond. If we say that he's a bum, what do you say he is? And say I what? said it. He's one of the greatest basketball players you guys have ever seen in your life. One of the smartest basketball players you've ever seen in your life. He's the evolution of Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was a great defender for the early part of his career. And then in the latter part of his career, he became a very good defender and rebounder. Draymond is the better version of that. He's the quarterback of the defense. He facilitates an offense. He's an agitator. He's a troublemaker. He's a podcaster. He's cool, bro. He's also what Rasheed Wallace wished he could get away with because he knows how to yell at refs and not get in trouble. So you made up that I had some Draymond hate when I haven't said any hate. Why can't I say that he's playing defensive tackle and not be hating? Because defense is one part of the game. That's the no, deep, but he's he, he's you been playing defense. Like defense doesn't matter. No, yeah. all I'm saying yeah. is no, you're not. Wait, shut the up. You're going too fast. Aaron Donald. He's Aaron Donald. Calls you're going too fast. You're going to you have these little precise points that you like to make, and you kind of yeah, you, we gotta hurry up. You know that we you're not gonna be here all day. Go ahead. You get lost, like you miss stuff, like just slow your ass down. You don't even know what I'm saying, anyways. He'd be grabbing people by the neck and like that's good like and doing swim moves. So that's that doesn't tight. mean that doesn't mean that I'm saying that that's good. You need bum. balance in basketball. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I'm saying he's a bum. Niggas want basketball to be ballet and shit. Get out of here. I'm just saying he he does he does like non basketball moves on the that's court. That's good. We need non basketball. And he fouls and tackles people. And that's tight. Moving <laughs> screens. And it's just I don't know. So he. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I just think, and then I think you think I'm hating because I say he's going to be on the Udonis Haslam uh, contract soon. Oh, I never mentioned that. Oh, you well, why do you say Oh, I- yeah, you didn't. And that's disrespectful. Udonis Haslam was never as good as Draymond Green. But why do you think I'm hating on Draymond? I didn't say he was a bum. You said the Udonis Haslam contract. You yes. I wish he was Draymond Green. In two or three years, Draymond's going to have to take pay cuts. I don't know, man. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he going to move on He's going to make a hot move somewhere. He's, yeah, if he doesn't care about all that traditional stay with one team shit, he can get one more check. But if he stays on the Warriors, we're paying you less in three years, nigga. Less as in how much? The salary cap goes up. So theoretically, if I'm still one of the most important players on the team, my salary is going to go up too. Well, hopefully he's able to do that in three years. Let's see. How many years left is on his contract? Draymond. No, not his podcast contract, his, his NBA contract. He's getting too much money. Let's see. His contract expires in 2024. At that time, he will be 33. He's going to be making, oh, never mind. That's a player option. So he's going to keep that. And he makes $27.5 And then after that, we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, you know. Chris Paul tricked people into getting money until his late 30s. So why can't Draymond do the same? Because he's not as good as Chris Paul. But hey, have you ever seen Draymond's teams choke a 2-0 lead in the finals? Hey, man, Chris Paul's only, what, 5'11"? <laughs> he gets shorter every time he loses mm-hmm. to get help? Yeah. Oh, Lord, 5'11". Isaiah Thomas was 5'11". I don't want to hear that. People talking about Chris Paul's better than Isaiah Thomas. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I guess not. What? Yeah, what? I guess not. No, nigga, he's not. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything about Isaiah Thomas, so. See, that's why I'm here for it, see? Yeah, that's why I'd say that, I guess not. And Isaiah, he almost had a three-peat, so I'm not even going to even try to argue that. Yeah, so let's let's talk about some other. And Isaiah obviously was the best player on that team, right? Yeah, it's not even a question. Exactly, so there we go. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Go ahead. 2-2 two, two in the finals. We'll see what happens. Before I said Warriors in seven, I'm sticking with it because Steph Curry is the best player in the series. Has he gained your respect a little bit? Not really. He's doing what I know he can do. I'm not surprised. I know how good he is. He's not like slumping or choking out like people think he does? Nah, he's been balling every game. He's the only person that's played great every game in this series. Yeah, because Jason Tatum didn't for the first, like, game. Yeah, and he was shit yesterday, too. Eight for 23. Kobe. Rest in peace. Yeah, you know, that's his big homie. That's where he got the game from. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's, let's talk about where these other young kids are getting the game from. These gangster rappers. You were saying that, do you feel like these rappers are more gangster today than they've ever been? Hmm. Because I think they are, because in the past, the street rappers, the so-called gangster rappers, they focused on music to get out of that life. These youngsters are rapping to have more beef and violence. They don't (laughs) care about getting, even when they sign record deals, they're still walking the block and hitting stings like K-Flock. So you think that um, a lot of these gangster rappers of today are trying to get money to fund their illegal activities i don't know about all that i'm saying no i think they're just rapping to diss their ops they don't give a fuck about the money if they cared about the money they'd be they'd move smarter they've moved smoother and they'd realize that hey we have a lot of money on the line we need to stop moving foolish but they don't i don't think some of them have a lot of money like i don't want to pinpoint just some people like Kate Block, but to me, he didn't make it yet. Yeah, he didn't. He signed a record deal. He was starting to get bigger shows, doing Rolling Loud, putting out singles, working on the mainstream aspect, and then, you know, he allegedly killed a homie. And his, um, cousin, his cousin, D-Thang, you know, he's in jail, and they're still dissing each other behind prison freestyles. That's what I'm saying. These kids do not care. They're not like, even 50 Cent realized, hey, I need to take music seriously. I need to stop. Even 50 Cent realized that. These kids do not give a damn. Hey, man, I just think that. um... Even Chief Keith and Lil Durk and all of those brothers at Chicago eventually realized we need to move out of this city and take music serious. But that's because their city is like the most dangerous city. A lot of Bronx is, 
I'm not trying to compare, you know, this isn't the trauma wars, but the Bronx is terrible too. It's the worst in New York. The Bronx is atrocious. Yeah, but it's nothing compared to Chicago. But the Bronx Period. is atrocious. There's nothing I'm trying to compare. compare. But there's I'm, nothing compared to Chicago and the gang violence and like the gang beefs in Chicago. It's just absolutely nothing compared to it. I know it's horrible. I know it's bad in the Bronx, but Chicago is another animal. You got to move out there. You will die. You have to move out of New York, too, if they put everybody in jail. You guys can't even own guns in New York. Yeah, that's Because that's how wild y'all were. Because Bronx has been the gangland of New York for over 50 years. Yeah, that's true. That's my point. The Bronx is the worst. I'm not talking about the Brooklyn drill rappers or Queens. I guess they do that with their trees and sidewalks. I'm talking about the Mm -hmm. Bronx, the birthplace of hip-hop. The place where all the immigrants have to live because it's the poorest borough in New York City. That's why it's the worst. And if you look at all of the gangster rappers, K Flock D thing, look at all of their names. They're all Dominican first generation Americans. They're all Im- kids of immigrants. And they're moving that hot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think that the youth of today is um, more immature than the youth of yesterday and i feel like that has a lot to do with how they move like i was listening to a project pat song earlier today on my way to the gym life we live and in that song he was talking about how like he we need to like try to grow old so we can be with our cheering and no gangster rappers or like mainstream rappers uzi future yeet none of these niggas say nothing like that at all they won't say nothing like we grow old to be for your kids and shit like that. Like, and Project Pat also rapped about robbing and killing. Same thing with Prodigy. When I mentioned the other, the other last episode, how he was saying we got kill, uh, kids to uh, raise and bills to pay and shit like that. Like, I just think that the generation, they were just wiser about life. And today it's nobody really thinks far ahead. Like, Post Malone said he's he's probably capping. I don't know. It could just be just for show. We're not talking about white issues. He said that he smokes 40 cigarettes a day. That's their culture. That's white man living. Good luck. Anyway. That's crazy. Back to black people. people. No, I'm talking about young people in Uh, general that are in this mainstream. Get Post Malone out of here, man. This mainstream shit that we talk about. about. I just think I'm just saying black and white. I I have another example on the spectrum basically i don't know i just feel like people don't really care about the future and none of and their music doesn't say like their music shows they don't rap about anything that's like any food for thought at all the gangster rappers of yesterday were more multifaceted they gave you a little food for thought even though they rapped about bullshit too so and like you said they're really in the field more these days so they care about that they care about shooting people it's really important to them and fun i guess i don't know yeah they have a lot of fun killing their ops too much fun if you ask me yeah that's the trap lord ross documentary about an hour 30 minutes about the gang violence in the bronx and man that was more gangster than anything i've ever watched in the last decade might have been the most gangster thing i've ever seen damn what, what is it called it's a reckless what is it called I don't know. It's just trap Laura Ross and type in the Bronx on YouTube. Yep. Hmm. I might watch that. Yeah, you can watch it. You like gangster stuff. You enjoy it. It's I mean, it's, it's not really. It's kind of 
old and stupid to me at, at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't know about old. But I'm not, I can't really relate to them. So. never goes away. So I, I can't really relate to them. I don't know their struggles. I don't know who hurt whose feelings first. So I can't, you know I mean? That's just my opinion on the outside looking in. Who hurt whose feelings? You don't have to worry about that. It's everybody's dying and they even laughing at girls that get killed. It's crazy. That's not funny to me. I didn't the say way, it was funny. The way you said it, that's it was the most gangster thing I ever seen in my life. That's fucked up. Hey, that's real life. Streets, Jay Z asks for the streets to die. Like Vince Staples says, streets ain't never gonna die when niggas have dead homies and they grow up poor. And that's the product of the Bronx. And they can't read. Well, I don't know if reading has anything to do with it. There's people with master's degrees still struggling to get drug jobs and then they end up selling drugs. A few years ago, there was a story about some journalists in Canada that ended up trapping. There's even a legendary journalist in Ghana who used to work for the BBC back in the days and then he started selling drugs, got caught up on drugs, stayed in Guantanamo Bay, had to catch a body. It's a lot of stuff going on. When, the, when there's a lot of opportunities, to make money illegally and people are trying to do the right thing and make money, sometimes people will go into the dark side. So what do you think about, do you think they're, so you think they're more gangster? Yes. Um, they're more gangster because they do not care about getting out. They don't care about making their lives easier. They just want murder. Do you think they get more bitches for doing this? I don't think that's what I'm saying. I think they're so gangster. They don't care about women. <laughs> they only want blood. Damn. That's how gangster crazy. they are. Think about it. That's what I'm saying. Every, literally, every gangster rapper in the past took music seriously and tried to become mainstream. There was even a theory that I've heard people say that, hey, most of these rappers are not gangsters because real gangsters don't have time to work on music. These little niggas, if you listen to the quality of their music compared to previous generations, they're not as good either. Because oh, hell no. they are too busy trying to be gangster. And like you said, a lot of the gangster rappers of yesterday weren't real gangsters. So, well, like, I didn't like, say that. I said that's a theory out there. That well, that theory, like, you believe in it, right? Yeah, because like Prodigy was like a art school kid, Tupac was an art school kid. Biggie grew up poor, but he came from a good, hardworking mother and used to go to Jamaica and got to see a lot in life. Biggie didn't grow up poor. He grew up in a working class household. Well, thank you for even making it, like shining it up even more for me. That's my point. Like he grew up in a working class household. He got to leave the country, not just be stuck in one place. Yeah, because he's a first generation American. You have a lot of first generation Americans, they don't get to go home. They just be for real. Like who? How many first generation Americans do you know that's never visited their homeland? I live in Northern Virginia, so that don't count for me. Okay, that's my point though. Most, if you're a first generation American, you you went to the crib once. What are you? A first generation American, and I've been to Ghana before. Oh, I know some first generation um people who never went back. Is it more than ten? Come on, son. Really, you don't even want to make. I don't know. I'm asking you. All the first I bet you I can I bet you there's at least 10 first generation uh 
immigrant kids that I know have never been back to the homeland. Me personally, the people that I interact with, they've all went back. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm just speaking off my experience as a first generation American. Everybody that I know and interact with, they all went back home at least once. And I'm saying this out of ignorance, but that's because where you're from, it's kind of more peaceful than some of the places I'm thinking about, like El Salvador and shit. I know, I know people that have went back to El Salvador. I've I mean, I do too, but I know people who never. Eritrea, I know people who couldn't go back to El Salvador. Rwanda, Liberia, they all go back at least once, even if it's hot. Now, I know people who have been and who people who can't. But anyway, so yeah, like I just you and can't even, go back. That means <laughs> somebody yeah. in your family might might have been moving high. Yeah, that too. But even like Project Pat to bring back up him. Um, he got into some activity, but you know, his dad was a pastor. And, like, yeah, he became a gangster and, and ran a church and like would do stuff like help people and do like missionary work and stuff. So I just think maybe the gangster rappers of yesterday just had more well-rounded qualities about them. And they just knew the ones who made it big and who were good at rapping, they just had a more well-rounded view of life compared to the ones of today. True, true. All right, well, let's pray for all the people going through these gang wars because it's not ending anytime soon. And a lot of these rappers are continuing to tell on themselves and the DA in Atlanta says she's getting death threats for the YSL stuff. So that's not cool either. She's just doing her job. But hey. Yeah, that shit is looking ugly. They said more press, not like media, but more press is, <laughs> more press is coming to Atlanta rappers. Like, damn. They are tired of that crime rate. Yeah. This is supposed to be, they said it was Wakanda. So hey. It's supposed to also be a place for tourism, making money. So if you're scaring the tourists away, messing up the money and violence increases, then you're going to get cooked. That's the lifestyle. Hmm. Well, I don't know what to say about that. Damn, she getting death threats. That's, hmm, I don't know. That's why they didn't let King Slime out. They said he's the most gangster one. And if he gets out, he's going to try to scare witnesses and do all types of things. True. But yeah, man, did you get your something in the water ticket? No, I'm flaking on it. I'm not going to go. <laughs> I was going to go, but I'm just going to chill. Oh, man. All right. Let's, that's a good segue because you said you were going to get the ticket, so you lied. So let's talk about some of the <laughs> Damn, things. I lied. Let's talk about some of the greatest lies in hip hop history. Word. I hope you've got some notes and we're always focusing on the lies rappers have said in real life, not in their music. But I think we'll do that for another day about the greatest lies rappers have said in songs. But let me give you, I, don't, I hope I don't take all of this stuff you've looked up, but let me just give you a couple of ideas of what I'm talking about, about iconic lies told by rappers. Of course, Soldier Boy, when he told us he had a video game machine, never went out for shipping. Yeah. Also, yeah. remember the time he said he was going to buy a G5 private plane for his 21st birthday? It never happened. 
that dude, his lies be just like I've been I haven't listened to nothing he said literally at least for 10 years. Your boy Post Malone, supposedly he said his brother Justin Bieber was in a cult. It was a Christian church, Hillsong Church. And Post Malone said that Justin Bieber was attending the church. He called Post Malone called the organization a cult and said that Justin Bieber donated $10 million. And then the church said, you lying. Justin Bieber didn't give us $10 million and we don't even have a church building. So Post Malone, you're a liar. <laughs> Game, one of the greatest liars in American history. He let us know that um, he lied to us and said that he mo motivated Kobe to score 81 points and put up a picture of when Kobe dapped him up courtside, but that actually happened a year before the game. So you're a liar, Jason. You think there's good business in these lies? I don't know. Maybe. I guess, you know, they say, what? Uh, what's that old saying? All, All publicity is good publicity? Yeah, there you go. So maybe that that's good. And uh, yeah, also, go ahead. Because people like Game and Soldier Boy, like their lies, I just don't understand, like, why are you telling me that you are buying like half of the moon or why are you telling me you got a fucking like like space station that you're coming out with like they just be coming up with crazy lies and they be like trying to look serious and i'm just like is he gonna get money for this or something you think he, i wonder if he like when he lies does his music streams go up like i don't know he was upset he didn't make the rolling stone 200 greatest albums rap albums of all time list who game but that's another story for another day yeah because i wonder if the documentary is it didn't make it he yeah. also lied about his son one of his children one of his sons had a birthday and he said dad i don't want to celebrate my birthday i just want to ride around in your nipsey blue car and listen to nipsey hustle i don't believe that how do we find out that was a lie because <laughs> his son is like 10 but what if his son is already yeah grateful right. and gets a lot of stuff already so a that big of a deal so brother like that how does he not know about nipsey hustle that much when i, I was saying like that dog when so i was honor, you're a child you're telling me a wealthy a child that grew up which rich is so unselfish he doesn't want his birthday the one day of the year that kids are hype about my birthday and he wants to ride around listening to nipsey hustle Get growing up christmas is always cooler than your birthday yeah, I don't know. I guess if you're a Christian, sure. But you hey, want presents and shit. You get more on Christmas and your birthday. I don't know about that. I mean, shit, I did. Yeah. Your birthday is, what, nine months away from Christmas? My birthday's two weeks before Christmas, punk. Then I would have just had to make a choice, and I would have said, make that shit happen on Christmas. Don't give me nothing for my birthday. Put it in with the Christmas list. That's what I would have did. Bowweezy. The time that he said he rented out of jet and he was in a commercial flight. Oh so, yeah, that was that was one of mine. That was crazy. Bowieezy, the time when he lied and acted like the kids knew who he was and were dang, he, he took another one from me. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best one. Well, he didn't lie to us. He literally thought that they were. Nah, he was lying. They, nah. they was. Oh, they they gonna they gonna beat when they know. Nah, he <laughs> didn't. He didn't lie. He thought they knew who he was. They didn't know him. I know he thought that though. He's used to being famous. <laughs> I didn't know. Bow Wow, when the time he acted like he was on a big body 
yacht when he was on a little boat. That guy's yeah. one of the best. I actually believe that one. He said the little boat they take. They oh yeah, to go to the big boat. So how come we never saw the footage of the big boat? Maybe it was hot. Maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. certain people were on it that he couldn't show. Yeah, I bet. I think that Bow Wow can get on a yacht for five hours in Miami. I don't know. Maybe if someone recognized them, but you never know. No, I'm saying like, I think he has enough money to be able to have a five hour party on a yacht in Miami. And I don't believe that Bow Wow. Nah. I don't believe that Bow Wow is on that little boat. I just don't believe it. He's a little Bow Wow. He needs little stuff. Because I wouldn't even be on that little boat. And I believe that Bow Wow probably has a little bit well, more money. You, well, you work for Uncle Sam, so that's different. You got different connections. Nah, I just believe, and I don't work for Uncle Sam. Don't tell people who else I work for. I'm working on fucking Uncle Sam. The government tried to send me a letter. Well, I don't work for the government. Anyways, Tiger, the time he said he was born and raised in the hard ghettos of Compton, but then he was on a TV show called Busters and said he's from the Valley. Yeah, he's from the Valley. Uh, What else? I remember that Tiger, too. That's the old Yeah, the lime and the coconut. Before that. Uh, it was during a time when I was like, you know, what I mean, on the West Coast heavy when he was with that rapper Gator. It was Tiger and Gator <laughs> and they had a crew called GED and he had that cursive curly Tiger chain. Ooh. And um, Gator was who put me on the Johnny Cupcakes back in the days. I used to be in all that. He sound like R&B gangsters. Tiger, Gator. And Johnny. Johnny Cupcakes is a streetwear <laughs> brand. It's a streetwear brand like. The hundreds, ten deep, Mishka. It was a streetwear brand like Supreme and Stussy and all that. And Where's the cupcake have... man at now? I don't know what Johnny. He's Asian, by the way. He's a. Of course he is. He's Johnny Cupcakes. That's not a black man. Hey man, it's a streetwear clothing line. I don't know what to tell you, but I think he's doing. I don't know. I haven't seen Johnny. They have a streetwear anymore. bakery now. Hey, he might. Uh, Fifty Cent. The time he lied and tried to act like he was bankrupt because he didn't want to pay his debts including the Rick Ross. How's that a lie? He didn't want to pay. He, he, was yeah, about he, that. he wasn't broke. It was a lie. Um, yeah, I mean, any smart person knows that. Yeah, he knows how to cook books. I didn't say all lies are bad. Some lies are good. No, what I'm saying is any smart person knows that bankruptcy doesn't mean you're broke. Yeah, shout out President Trump. He went bankrupt seven times. He still got it. Yeah. And yeah. I looked it up right now. Johnny Cupcakes is actually still around. Oh, that's nice. He got a new bakery. He has 172,000 followers, so I don't know. Man, that many sprinkles in the cupcakes? That's I don't, I don't think that's that good. Let's see what 10 Deep is doing. 10 Deep has 287, so they're doing a little better. What's the hundreds doing? Rick Ross telling us he wasn't a correctional officer. Then the next week, the pictures came out and said he was a correctional officer, and he was smiling. And then number one... I don't well, number one is Rick Ross, but I like the chance the rapper lie when his album flopped and then he had a stadium tour and the tour was flopping. So he said he canceled the tour to spend time with his family. <laughs> That's not a lie. That's true. That is a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, because they even tried to do buy one, get one free tickets to, to boost the sales and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that Damn. nigga hasn't put out an album since, boy. He's missed his family that much. Yeah. He gave up music. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That chance situation is, <laughs> it's very, I just wish she wouldn't have gave up. It's shout out Roxanne Shante for saying she got a doctorate from an Ivy League school and the record label said, no, you did it. 
I just wish Chance would have never gave up. I just wish he would have took the L and came back harder and stood on his shit more. Can't come back harder when you're a gangster rapper. That's I mean a gospel rapper. That's all you can do is just praise God and get low. And live in that. I mean, I guess he wanted mainstream dreams, but did he really think he was gonna be mainstream making positive shit in this negative, ugly world? I don't think so. I think he just wanted to try his best to see what he could do. Yeah, and then just try again and go, you know what I mean? Go back in the lab and read. He's been putting out songs, but nobody, you know, has really talked about him. Put out a new freestyle the other day with my brother Vic Mensa. I didn't listen to it. Damn, he actually has been putting out stuff? Yeah, he's been trying the last couple of months or something. Dang, so he really lost his sauce. I don't know. Maybe the songs are good. I just don't care about his music anymore. Mm. So maybe it is good. I just haven't listened to it. Besides Skilly, who are some young people? You said that, who? Skilly Bang? Yeah, besides him, who are some young people that whose music you care about? Uh, Playboy Cardi. Somebody who has come out from 2018 till now. That's it. Damn. Yeah, I don't really listen to the young ones. There's no new artists that have been that have your attention right now. Nah. Damn. Do you think that means anything or what is what does that mean? Like I said, these artists, the young artists are not as good. Did you hear our street segment era? They're too busy being thugs. They care about having real. What about the non thugs, though? There was a time where you didn't just listen to thugs or you only listen to non thugs thugs are not making. They're not Kanye West or Pharrell level or Missy Elliott level or even Devin the dude level. They're not good enough. There was a time where you were listening. You would check you were checking out people like uh what's his name rory yeah i listened to one of his projects indigo child shout out to ruby rose she was the leading lady in one of his videos back in the day yeah like you had times where you would check out people like rory or blue or um what's that nigga that was from kansas name that everybody liked mm. x and no, that wasn't xo xv yeah okay yeah those people xv um like none of those people reach you at all anymore, except for this pink. Back secret. then, they didn't. That's the thing. Blue, I liked Below the Heavens. Rory, I liked the Indigo Child EP. I can't tell you the name of an XV project, so I don't think he really reached me. But those other guys, yeah, they had a project. They had one good project that was good, and then they got cooked. Mac Homie. Yeah, but you know he's not new. He's been putting out music for almost a decade. When did you first start listening to him? Go ahead and lie to us right now. Probably Pray for Haiti 2020. Okay, well, I thought you were going to pretend like you were listening to him in 2014. Nah, hell no. <laughs> Nigga, that's when Honest and Monster came out. Are you crazy? I told you 2020, or no, yeah, 2020, 2021. Nah, I think, nah, Pray for Haiti came out last year, I think, 2021. When Future didn't put out an album, I had to look for new stuff. That's when I learned about Skilly Bang, finally gave him a chance, started listening to other people. But yeah, these rappers, like, hey, Kenny Mason, he was around, and I didn't like his project that much. Uh, Who else? J.I.D., he's put out music. I didn't like his project that much. Earth Gang, I didn't like their project. So you actually listen to these projects? Yeah, I give it a chance. I.D.K., his... EP with K Trinata was pretty good. It's not about, better than Buddy's EP with K Trinata. When did that come out? 
what? Buddies with K uh, A few years ago, maybe okay. 2018. Just had to make sure. Um, what about Pink Sifu? Or whatever, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I watched some of his stuff with Anthony the other day. Anthony was vibing with it too. That dude is kind of special, man. You never let us know about your lies, man. What about your rap lies? Yeah, I mean, you kind of covered a lot of them, but um, there's some there's some good lies. One of the good lies to me is that Birdman said that him and Drake will be in business for life. That's a lie. I don't know, maybe. Nah, that's a lie. I thought you was gonna talk about the time when Birdman told us he bought an oil rig and put an oil rig tattoo on his head, and they said it was a lie. Yeah, that's sick. Or the time he said he was gonna invest invest in the dolphins, and they said, "Nah, we not, we don't want you." Or the lie of um, damn, I just had it on my brain. Or the time he tried to tell us the new big timers was gonna be him, Drake and Wayne, and every got everybody got mad, and he said, "Never mind." I don't think he realized people love Manny Fresh that much. He really tried to delete him. Hey man, he tries to go wherever he thinks the money's gonna take him. Yeah, hey, I understand he's a businessman. What about the live Jay Z said it saying he owned the Nets? Oh well, I don't even think he was lying. I think his fans, the Jehovah Disciples, I think they were the ones really mentioning that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he never really <laughs> he just let them lie, let them run with the lie. Like, dang, they think I own the whole thing. Okay. And I guess he was telling the truth when he said the Nets can go 0 for 82 and he can look at you like, don't shit phase him. Yeah, because he doesn't care. But why would he say that if we know, like, you don't own that much? Because. He's trying to pretend like he owns them. Yeah, he's to his fans, his fans that are lost. The Nets can go 0 for 82 and I can look at you like, don't shit phase me. It doesn't, though. He doesn't care about them. You know that. Because he doesn't own them. Yeah, and he's not a Nets fan anyways. He doesn't care. Yeah, they're the Brooklyn's team, but he, no one cares about Brooklyn Nets from Brooklyn unless they're new pe- new whites. You know that. Kanye has, has lied to us before, I'm sure. But actually, his he don't be lying. Sometimes it's just well, taking, taking a while. He's saying he doesn't have as much money as he says. And a lot of his lies don't be lies. It might, it just might happen like four years later. Like what? Like Yeezy basketball shoes. He'd been saying that, and it took a minute for it to actually happen, and it really happened. Yeah, but that's not really a lie. That's just pushback because of scheduling. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like he'll say it, and we won't see it for like four years, and it seems like he's just talking, and then it'll just pop up like, nope, I wasn't lying, nigga. Like you said, it's just scheduling and pushback. Give another example. Hmm. I don't know, man. You got a lot of my lies. I can't really think of a... I had one in my brain, too. I just can't think of it right now. Or what about when Future lied about the Medusa mixtape? When I was down and out, you always showed me love. That's Medusa? Man, I wish that Medusa mixtape came out. That was going to be fire. That song did leak from the mixtape. But yeah, I mean, rappers lie about mixtapes all the time. Projects coming out. Um, Chance the Rapper, we talked about him. No, 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 no. We're going to go back to Future, damn it. His album with Chance Chance the Rapper, or no, with Childish Gambino never came out. 
Yeah, because Charles Gambino has too much movie and TV show stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And he cusses more, I think. Dan, that's crazy. Two positive black men were about to make an album. <laughs> yeah, they had to team up. That's like the their version of like Watch the Throne. And what's the what's the the future in Drake one called again? Uh what a time <laughs> to be alive. Yeah, we don't how come we don't remember that? I don't know. It was a moment for that first couple of months, but when you look at the grand scheme of both artists, it wasn't that good to me if you think about it i liked it no like the album was good but when you think of drake and future it should have been better but they, i think they did it fast you know well he did it in six days it was good for what they did it for uh, and it's not better than super slimy to me yeah it's not but i mean future and young thug have real chemistry man that's such They're a, more similar as artists it's a classic tape you already know how i feel is that uh, Jay Worthy and Larry June album still a classic? Hell what yeah. Called? Two peas in a peas pod. In a pod. Yeah. Two peas in a motherfucking pod. Not just two peas in a pod. Uh, speaking of positive brothers, J. Cole and Kendrick never did their album. I don't even want to hear about those two together right now. Well, they were rumored to be working. You talked about positive people linking up. They never did it. Um. Well, so yeah, you mentioned ape shit. That never happened. Mike Will got too busy with his record label. Um, Hasn't Andre 3000 lied to us a few times? Not really. What? He never said a release date was coming. Or any type of collab? <laughs> nope. How come uh, Young Bloods didn't ask him to get on that 85 song that they asked Big Boy to get on? Thing they asked for outcast and <laughs> Andre said no thanks. So Big Boy said I'll do it. Yeah, how could that happened on in the wind too? You know, Trick Daddy wanted outcast. Hey, sorry, dog. So, but then CeeLo pulled up instead. <laughs> so he just got dungeon fan. It's funny. Uh, Andre doesn't. He never wants to have fun with other people. Yeah. But I was in the gym yesterday, and this dude. I was in a sauna, and I couldn't help it. I was like, Yo, bro, you mind ask? Uh, you mind telling me what you're listening to? Cause I just knew it was either like Devin or Outkast. I just knew it was some old school down south shit. He's like, yeah, I'm listening to Devin. I was like, oh, Devin and dude. He was like, yeah. And uh, it was a song with uh, Andre 3000 and Snoop on it. Does that exist? You said a song of what? Devin and dude song with Andre 3000 and Snoop. Yeah, it's called What a Job This Is. It's on a Devin the Dude album. Yeah, so I, that was like made me think. Okay, Andre does have fun with people every now and then. Yeah. I don't know how Devin did that. Because he's one of the coolest brothers ever. And people love him. He's the he's the rap everyman. Yeah, he's the driving regular cars in his videos. Yeah. Lackville 79, he talks about driving buckets. He talks about smoking weed and drinking beer. He doesn't talk about popping champagne or sipping lean. He talks about being a regular man and having those basic lifestyles like, hey, I'm not gonna waste all those money on drugs. I'm just gonna smoke my weed and drink my beer and enjoy myself. Is he a top 10 Houston rapper? Of course, that's not even a question. Okay. But yeah, I do wish that Medusa album came out because that 2011, 13 French Montana swag with early future, 
they were gonna have too much sauce together. I can't feel my face was a lie. Well, uh, Joel Santana really couldn't feel his face. Too many drugs. He said Paul Wall introduced him to Lena and it fucked him up. And the T-Pain Lil Wayne album was a lie. It came out eventually. It did? Yeah, it came out like three years ago. The T-Wayne. And the Rick Ross and Birdman album came out. The H. It came out a couple years ago, too. Elite. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be Bald Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So those two projects came out. It, it, it leaked, though. They didn't put it out. I mean, Birdie probably put it out. You know, heavy. Just like he leaked all the Rich Gang songs. Y'all don't want to work with me no more, Playboy? I'm going to put this all out. Hey, man. It's not his fault that Rich Homie Quan was getting uncomfortable with the Young Thug and Birdman's brotherly love. Allegedly, the real reason why all of that Rich Gang music leaked is because Birdman didn't pay the engineers. So they said, fuck it. We're going to put all this shit out. <laughs> they probably worked hard to master and mix that shit and they don't even get to yeah, nobody even gets to hear it the same reason why Birdman will never rap on a Neptune's beat again because you know he didn't pay those brothers for Mm-mm-mm. talking shit we put a clap into that boy <laughs> alright man Enough with uh, these exposing people's lies. Everybody lies every now and then. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Lying, just like violence, sometimes is necessary. It's needed. It's yeah. not needed. To Lying is never needed. Yes, it is. No, it's you not. You protect people's feelings. What if someone that swagless asks you, how do I look? Am I going to say you look like shit? I'll be like, oh, doggy dog, you got that swag on. No, you should tell them, hey, man, I, it's cool, but you could do better here or there. Lying is never good. It is good. No, it's not. Lying is bad. It, you end up having to lie more down the line. Not and, necessarily. Yeah, you do. Lying is bad. Let's play this. All right, let's play out this scenario right now. Give me a scenario and let's see how many times I have to lie to get out of it. You could think of anything you like. It doesn't have to be anything massive. Let's just break down. Let's just have this simulation manager real quick. You give me a scenario and let's see how I can lie myself out of it. Or all right, let me ask you this first. What state right. do you, what state do you live in currently? I live in Alabama. <laughs> all right. So if you tell people that you I live, live in, in Birmingham to be exact. If you tell people you live in Alabama, um, yeah, you're gonna have to keep lying about living in Alabama over and over and over again. And you have yeah, I can I can give them pictures and stuff too. I'll be like, hey man, I just was I just kicked it with Willie Mays in the hood. And you have possibilities you might run into people and shit. And they're going to look at you like, whoa, he lied about that? Like, what kind of person is he? I wonder what else he's lying about. Nah, I need something better than that. Come on, man. I'm just saying that's a relevant and a good one because some people like to lie. All right, I live in Virginia. Now what? I'm just, all right. So, yeah. So if you were telling people that you live somewhere else, even though you're in Virginia... I'm not going to say it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't think of any good scenarios. Come on, man. Are you no. telling me you're that you're that honest? N- nigga, your name is Jay. Come on, man. Give us some lies, boy. Hey, man, I don't lie about stuff. Yeah, no more, I'm not man. asking you to lie. I'm asking you to put me in the simulation and let's work it out. A quick exercise, if you will. Because I feel like this is a good dialogue, man. Because I feel like Lying is necessary to life because there's a lot of silly geese out here and you can't be honest with everybody. 
I don't think people Lions. need to get played like they have a flower pot on their head. I think some people need to get their feelings hurt, and I think getting your feelings hurt builds character. And- a lion can uh, hurt people's feelings too, like a child that their dad always says, "Yeah, I'll pick you up next weekend," and they never come. Yeah, so you should just tell the kid, "Look, I won't be able to see you for a long time, and I don't have a lot of money, and your mom hates me, and I'm a, you know." I- Bro, but see, you can't lie to God. How nobody wants to tell their kid your your daddy's a fuck nigga. You should just tell them, hey, man, I'm, I suck. Don't be like me, but I'm working to, to change that. But what if you're not working to change? What if you just want to be a fuck nigga forever? Then just don't talk to the kid. <laughs> so go, go, so to see that's... Yeah, get out of there. Uh, Why are you trying to be in his life if you're not trying to do <laughs> shit? Get the fuck out of here. Just enjoy your life. You don't got to be there. You already suck. So, all right, so becoming a ghost, do you think that's better than lying? Yeah. Okay. I think that's better for the child's development. I think the child will be able to grow and learn to live life without counting on you and being disappointed on you. And he'll be able to develop his own like way through life instead of like thinking that he can fall back on you in any kind of way. Now we need to, you need to come up with a lot. Maybe next week, give me three scenario. Think of three scenarios and I'm going to try to see if I'm going to lie out of it. And then let's talk about the negativities of lying. Because I feel like lying is positive. You need that sometimes. I don't think lying is good, man. Lying is bad. It is good. We made up, no. we've even made up terms for it. We call it being politically correct. See, that's a classy way to say you're a liar. I'm oh, I'm just being politically correct. I don't want to fuck up my political connects. I'm a liar. Just like President Trump, uh, Biden, what did he say? 50,000? Now he said, oh, hey, man, I don't know about that. 500. Yeah, 500 what? $500 off student loans? What's that? I don't mean? even, those people don't come to mind because everything they do is a lie. So but That's my point. Some people need to lie, to, to live life, to do their jobs properly. Some people. That's yeah. not majority, though. Yeah, like me, I'm a journalist. I'm a truth. Oh yeah, teller. y'all gotta lie all the time. No, I'm a truth teller. Yeah, right. I tell the truth. Nah, you're a fucking. Nah. You guys go on my website. You go on, on all my links. I don't lie. I fact check. I cite my sources. I tell the truth. Your link was DJ Quick Line when he said his. I clap- tell the truth. Was DJ Quick Line when he said his claps are on in the club? Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, those are my jokes. That's yeah, those are my claps, though. And he told sister. Questlove that. Yeah. Why does he want to tell everybody that? <laughs> because he's he happy. Knows, he knows music nerds like Questlove will eat it up. Oh, those so those are your claps. Ooh. You don't care about somebody's claps. I mean, not that it's tight because I love that beat. You know that. That's one of my favorite songs of all time, just because of how powerful that beat is. And a part a part of that beat is the clap. Boom, 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 boom. Hey man, I'm about to start turning up in the crib right now. Did Dr. Dre make "Got Yourself a Gun" beat? Nah. Why does that sound like that a slim? Makes, dang, that sounds like a Dre beat. Do you? Sounds like a Slim Shady beat. <laughs> whoa, that sounds like whoa, sound like whoa, sound like Samsung beat. Don't it sound like a Slim Shady beat? It sound like I'm Slim Shady type beat. Yeah, I could see that. I never thought about it like that, but I, I could see Eminem getting on that. Hell yeah. Got Yourself a Gun was produced by Megahertz. Mm. Some brothers 
Oh, one brother, Dorsey Wesley from Willingboro, New Jersey. You know Eminem used to be in New Jersey a lot. And how come Nas like those fiddle songs a lot? Whoa, fiddle songs? Give us another example. Um, the one that's on uh it was written. It's like ding 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 ding. <laughs> my my phone died. Yeah. It's like beep It's like a medieval old ye shoppy type beat. Damn, let me see what the name is called. Affirmative action? I think it is affirmative action. Yeah, with the firm. Yeah, yeah don't that. Those are mafioso beats, man. They sound fiddly. Yeah, you, what do Italians like? They like fiddles. It reminds me of like Shakespeare and like Keebler Elves and oh, shit. Oh, Lord. Keebler Elves, the Midget Max. Yeah. <laughs> Making those nice cookies. Yeah, I actually don't see them niggas no more. Yeah, they, you don't because, you know. Kids don't like that. Uh, not, I don't think it's that. I just think shout out First Lady Michelle Obama. One of her campaigns was, you know, trying to prevent obesity among children. So I think one of the things that she realized that we needed to work on was to stop, you know, promoting obesity and fatty foods towards children. But, you know, I don't want I know we're both adults in our early 30s. We're not watching Nickelodeon disney channel cartoon network anymore so maybe they still do have those type of commercials over there ebola shit wasn't even that yeah it wasn't rocking yeah you're right it wasn't active no i'm saying it wasn't that fattening to me it'd be like some regular crackers chocolate drips yeah chocolate in the middle and it just was fire it wasn't like fucking zebra cakes and shit (laughs) that's like that's straight up get like i was bougie with my snacks you know what i'm saying i never ate zebra cakes and fucking the chocolate joints with the cream filling and Twinkies sometimes. Those were like, them shit's kind of addicting. But I was a bougie snack connoisseur, you know, honey buns, you know what I mean? The honey buns? That's yeah. bougie? I feel like everybody loves honey buns though. Yeah, but like that's, the, the, that's the upper echelon of, of those type of snacks. Yeah, but not everybody likes fucking, I don't, I never liked fucking zebra cakes and yeah, it was all, right. all that nasty shit. That shit was just too much. I don't know if those were anybody. Well, I'm sure there was somebody's number one option. But yeah, I feel like everybody's dream around the way was to get honey buns, the six pack. You know what? You know what it is. Yeah, Even little Debbie. 20, 30 seconds, you know, and get active. Little Debbie. Damn, I'm going to give me a honey bun tomorrow, actually. Oh, Lord. No, you can't do that. You've been balling in the gym. Tomorrow's my day where I get to indulge. Oh, so Sunday is your relaxed day? Yeah, I'm getting a double crab cake sandwich with bacon on it. Whoa. And I might even get a milkshake. Swine all the time? I want I really want to cut that shit out. I I, I just realized I need to get some bake some beef bacon and beef pepperoni because those are the only two things of swine that I it's hard for me to cut out. I love pepperoni. Why do you like pepperoni so much? What it's is just, it about that that cut of a pig that gets you turned? It's just I don't know, man. It's just pepperoni on a pizza, man. It's just you like that oil? uh nah i hate when people make it too oily but one of my um muslim homies he told me he'd be getting beef bacon and beef pepperoni he said it's fire so i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to him and try it uh man i don't know why when he said what about muslim brothers that uh skit um what's my man's name the big nigga from atlanta or something 
What's that comedian? The social hey, I don't be knowing these guys' names. One of the eighty-five South niggas. No, the light-skinned one that hangs out with Jack Harlow, and he went to a white school or something. I almost thought of Shaw. Hey, what my name is? Whoa! When you said light-skinned. No, the guy. He's a chubby guy. He's uh, is Shawty and uh, is Shawty and Lil Duval. Uh, Are they hood comedians? Yes. And <laughs> they're not past that. No. This Lil, should. Lil Duval has albums now. He's a musician. Shouldn't he be bigger as a comedian? I never like. I just feel like I don't know. I want you know. I'm gonna say this because my man's black. Used to like Lil Duval's comedy back in like '05. He used to geek at him. Be like, Yo, Lil Duval's funny. I've never seen him do stand up before. Yeah, I don't think that's his thing. I think he's a social media comedian. No, he's a stand-up comedian, bro. I don't think anymore. Maybe. Yeah, maybe not anymore, but that's what he... Hey, he does what, his music now. I just know I need to watch one of his specials because he's he's been a stand-up comedian for a minute. That's what I've always known him as. So like you a, don't know the name of the comedian I'm talking about, the big guy? Oh, Drewski, nigga. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, don't just say the big guy. Like, you know, you're supposed to know who Drewski is. <laughs> big guy don't pay attention to that. Drewski is a legend. Good for him. I don't really know. Is, I, I don't know about that, but I, I fuck with Drewski. When he was talking, when he was uh, the Muslim brother eating, ordering the pork fried rice, and one of the OGs ran up on him. Mm-hmm. Drewski's funny, bro. I, I like Drewski a lot. Him yeah. and a haha Davis. Yeah, I don't know about legend. You guys, you young Drewski's Drewski's a legend. Drewski's a legend. Based on, like, he's in commercials and all that. Like, he's big, man. He's, and his skits are creative. Like he, he helped. Like whoever's gonna be better than Drewski next is gonna be better because of what Drewski's done in in the field of like social media comedians. He's helped push it, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think Drewski's. Let me look up what this word means. An extremely famous or notorious person, especially in a particular field. Okay, so. A legend doesn't even have to be a person that was good at the craft. You can be a legend for being bad at your craft. That's tight. I didn't like know. Vanilla Ice. Oh, no, nah, he had a banger. Ice Ice Baby's a masterpiece. Did he write it? I'm not going to He is a legend for social media comedians. He's Michael Jordan, right? He's in beer, He's in fucking beer commercials and shit. That's good. Like, he's big. And his shit, his skits are funny and smart. Yeah, his skits are good, but I don't know about a legend. But, you know, I'm just old school, so I have higher standards for things. Bernie Mac was a legend. He ain't no damn legend. Yeah, exactly. That's what a legend is. Somebody that, and when you talk about this, he's among the best that ever did it. That's a legend. But, yeah, if you're talking about social media comedians, then, yeah, I guess he is their king. Because I don't know who else is in that lane. <laughs> I don't care about social media comedians. I wonder where he has an interesting name. His middle name is DeWitt and his last name is DeBortis. <laughs> hmm. Well, he has a Wikipedia. Yeah, he might be a foreigner. Child of <laughs> kid of foreigners. Nah, he might. He, I think he might just be from Louisiana or something. You know that. Oh, no. Nah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was born in Baltimore. Yeah, his family is probably in the military or something, right? Yep. And then where did he grow up? Isn't he from Georgia? From Gwinnett County, the North. Yeah, see, he's a suburban dude. That's why he knows how to make... See? Okay, we talked about... Last week, we talked about R&B, you know, 
uh, suburban R&B and how we couldn't find it. You know, we know a lot of suburban comedians. He's one and he's great. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. So media comedian. What well, like Dave Chappelle. Is a yeah, suburban he's a comedian. suburban comedian. Martin's a suburban comedian. Or Chris Rock. Um, I don't know how Martin isn't suburban. Comedian. Yes, he is. He's hood. Know. He does hood. Con- he's for the hood, but he's yeah, from, so he's a from Maryland. Comedian. But he's from Maryland. He's not from the inner city. Yeah, but he's not an intelligent comedian like Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. He's a hood comedian. He makes he's he's intelligent. Kid. He's intelligent. Eh, not really. He makes comic view com- comedy. Yeah, but That's I, what's I, he's, he's not, not a, like he's not D Ray Davis though. I think I think D Ray Davis is kind of smarter. He'd be having more fun. Like what's what's Martin's best stand up? I remember watching one, Run Tell Dad. I was like, eh. but that's the thing though. Martin was just he's like Steve Harvey. He's so crazy. Eh. Steve, he's like Steve Harvey. They they're better at other stuff. They didn't have to just stay in uh, stand up comedian. They they got out of there fast. See, but that's the thing though. There's other people. Some like he got good at acting and TV. Yeah, that's the thing though. That's my point. There's some people that, like you mentioned, Bernie Mac was good at both. Uh, I would say Chris Tucker is a better actor than stand up. Even though Bernie Mac, rest in peace, legend, he never really got. Uh, well, he his show he got the show which was perfect, great for his resume, but he never really had like a big successful movie like Martin and Eddie Murphy, even though they were dressing like women to, to do it. Yeah, they had to be aunties, and they he was young, he was older. They were yeah. younger when they came up as stars. That's why yeah. it was easier for them to become stars. Bernie Mac is like the new Red Fox. He got the crack when he got older. But that's why even though he was he doesn't have as many leading roles that are iconic all his sidekick all not even sidekick all his uh supporting roles he killed it yeah, and it's funny steve harvey never had a single movie where he was like the lead yeah like mr 3000 was one of bernie Mac's leading movies yeah and i liked it it didn't do well in box office it lost money but i liked it it was pretty cool because you know I'm a sports fan. I like sports movies and I like comedy. So that was like the perfect movie for someone like me. It was a cool movie. It wasn't great or anything, but it was pretty funny. I like Soul Men with Samuel Jackson. That was funny. You know, that's like the one of the last things he did. Cedric got a few changes. They didn't make a see the budget for Soul Men was 40 million and they only made 12 million. So yeah. But I like that movie. It's funny. Cedric got a few chances. Yeah, man. But DL Hughley, they let him do the honeymooners. They let him do a couple things. Yeah, I wonder why they liked him so much. Because people love heavy set comedians. They love laughing. I mean, you've seen it. You remember Chris Farley, R.I.P. Yeah, America likes fat people making them laugh. Because they DL didn't get no chance. Drewski, he's the new king of fat. He's the fat comedian king now. That's true. Bruce America Bruce. likes to laugh at fat people and laugh with fat people. I think fat people just get funny because they grow up having to crack jokes. Yeah, we have to be creative because people aren't look. the ladies aren't looking at us because of our looks, so we have to use our personality and humor to win them over. That's why in, you know, a lot of these movies, TV shows, there's this stereotypical fat friend that's funny. Because we have to be funny. How else are we going to get the honeys? A stereotypical fat friend. Mm-hmm. Even in, in Insecure, they had one, the big girl, Kelly. 
She oh, was yeah. the funniest one, the fat friend. That's how it be. <laughs> yeah, that's real life. Any more examples of a funny fat friend? Uh, you, ever, you remember Recess? Remember the fat nigga? He was the geeker. Ah, I mean, I used to hate on. I used to hate on Recess. I, oh yeah, true. You were more of a Nickelodeon hustler. Yeah, I was a gang member, so I didn't really fuck with Recess. Yeah, I was a Disney Channel brother, so Recess was my shit. The fat homie in there was the tweaker. Yeah, I was a straight up gang member. Recess wasn't bad. Make, was... They always try to make fat people either the bully or the geeker. Like even uh, South Park, Cartman, he's the geeker. He's the funniest one. He's the geeky one. Uh, even in like The Simpsons, what's my man's name? Ralph, the fat geek. Yeah, yeah that nigga sucks. See? He's, not, he's nobody's friend though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Either you're the friend or you're like the loser. You're the geek. And w- what was his dad? A fat loser who was a cop, right? Officer oh. Wiggins. Was that Ralph's dad? I thought so, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, true. He sucks so bad. He didn't have like family <laughs> shit. Nobody <laughs> liked that nigga. He's that a can he used to pee on his pants and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh no, I'm getting nervous. Yeah, shook daddy syndrome. He couldn't help it. Yeah, Ralph sucked. Or what, no. was, um, what was no. my man and Arthur? Binky? Wasn't he like a fake bully that tried to become cool? Yeah, but he wasn't whack though. Yeah, that's Ralph. what I'm saying. Either the you rabbit. Have to be a bully or you're the funny friend. The rabbit nigga was whacker than him. Who uh Buster? Yeah, Buster was because he Buster. grew up because he's the black guy. He grew up in a single parent household. Oh, what about Chucky? Was he he Chucky grew up in a single parent household too? Chucky from oh. Rugrats. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he always emotional in R and B? Yeah. Too much estrogen in his body. Even though he was raised by his dad, I think his mom died. Mm, oh, so his dad was the wimp, right? Isn't that how they try to characterize it? Well, Phil and Lil's dad was the real one. Oh, because I, well, his woman, you know, yeah, she was kind of what people (laughs) call a Dom woman. She used to lift weights and shit all the time. He was a sucker. (laughs) I think uh, Tommy's dad was kind of a bum too. The nigga used to make toys and didn't have a job. Hey, man, why they pick this picture, man? I don't know. I'm sorry, man. They got this. <laughs> I guess you know the brother, one of the hottest rappers in the game right now, Saucy Santana. I guess he has he's getting in trouble over old tweets and salted Beyonce and Blue Ivy. And the picture they used of him, <laughs> that brother looks like <laughs> he looks lost. Is he from New Orleans or something? I don't know, but this picture he looks like Pee Wee Longway, and it's making me geek. My phone's dead right now. Uh, sorry, I, I I wasn't gonna send it to you. No, I was hoping not. Nothing against Saucy Santana. Why you uh, say his name like that? He's one but of the um, but damn, bro, Saucy, you in trouble, nigga. The beehive is on your ass. You ain't messing. I think with he blue. has a show in Houston. So you were messing with Blue Ivy of all people. Yeah, messing with a child. That's crazy. And mom, who was one of the biggest in the game, in the history of the game. There will. Oh, I'm not gonna say never because you just never know, but. There should never be no old tweets of mine that can surface. My ugly Twitter days have been deleted since 2014. Oh, yeah, I deleted mine like 2011, 2012. I knew what was going to happen. I deleted mine in 2014, like from 09 to 2014. All that's gone. Yep, me too, bro. Not about to get me. Oh, my old stuff, when I was getting my shit off, it never happened. (laughs) 
and I said some crazy shit. Yeah, me too. I used to go wild. There used to be times when I would be at parties in college and people would ask me, hey, isn't that your Twitter? Hey, I saw that. You're wild, man. I'm like, yeah, that's when I knew I was getting dangerous. And I had to, you know, delete, control, delete. Remember Jamila Lemieux tried to sick her goons on me and I deleted that shit so quick. <laughs> that was scary. Who is that? The, the lady that says black men are trying to kill black women and shit. And oh, her, yeah, yeah, I remember her. She's like her, a, her and Amanda Seals. Howard, aka one of those. Yeah. And her and Amanda Seals be teaming up to whoop yeah. people's asses and, st- and stuff. Yeah. I didn't want no smoke with Jamila Lemieux. I got up out of there quick. The light skin, curly hair, Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. leave them alone. And Jamel Hill responded to me once too about the Redskins name. Well, isn't that your big sister? She's been low lately. I mean, because you know how it is. When you're not in the machine, how else are people going to see you? You like sports. You watch ESPN. She ain't there no more. Where else are you going to see her? But she was kind of hot after when she left. She was had like two, three years where she was around a lot. But I oh, guess. What? But did you what? ever see her on network or was it just people Twitter. talking about her tweets? Okay. Her then. tweets and articles. Can you tell me what publication those articles were? Probably the Atlantic. I think that is where she worked. I don't know. Maybe she still works for them. She had a few good. Um... <laughs> Oh, I'm just I'm on Twitter now and I'm for some I'm seeing Cure talking. Who? Cure from Philly. Oh. He's still doing his thing. That's what's up. Yeah, Jamel Hill, she's still a contributing writer for the Atlantic. She has podcasts. And yeah, she has a book that's coming out in October. Hmm. And I think a lot of there hasn't been a lot of uh stuff that she can like attack black men their hate on like, yeah like it hasn't seems like the black man hate has kind of quieted down a little bit uh, has it quieted down we don't have any they're like, just too busy with mass shootings they'll get to us eventually. we don't have any scapegoats i just feel like this whole year like what's the last huh what's what's the last big black men are horrible thing that's happened Whenever the baby embarrasses one of his baby bombs or something or shoots at people they didn't even do it for that for some reason Oh, yeah, you know why. Because she had a song talking about how she's light-skinned and she's better. Who? That's why Black women didn't support her. Who? The baby's uh, baby mom, the dancing girl. Yeah, I'm just saying in general, there hasn't been a lot of, like, Black, anti-Black men stuff this, like, year. You sure? Not that I can think of. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it just seems more quiet these days, like than previous years they were on our ass like last year and the year before yeah i think maybe because it's certain celebrities acting up so they can't treat they can't generalize it against us because it's just the wealthy black men acting up like when um kanye was harassing kim k they can't put that on all of us or like the baby acting up they can't put that on all of us yeah that's true i think that's why like even Saucy Santana, he's a great, a gay black man. The beehive is gonna bother him. They can't put that on us. They can still <laughs> put it on us. They can still put it on us. Oh what? This is Beyonce? Yeah, they can just say just because he's a black man, that's why he did it. 
Ah, man. Well, what about uh, the brother Kevin Gates? He said he wants Beyonce to urinate on. They'll leave him alone. <laughs> Somebody wrote in the comments, bro just released a sexual assault freestyle. Whoa. I've, a lady has told me before that it's not sexual assault if the lady likes you. So uh, you better uh, hope those women like him. Yeah, that nigga That's like that me. meme that people are using that like, you know, when Rick Ross is fat, they say, nigga, get in shape, you fat bum. When Lizzo is naked, that's empowering. So, hey. She said niggas is just hating on her and that she gets a good dick all the time and they're just mad because their dicks are too little to, uh, hit, it from it. to hit it from the back. Yeah, that's what she said. I mean, all right. God bless her. She just, I don't even want to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. No, I mean, I was just, I mean, I wish I could say it, but I can't. Because it's not like I'm saying anything bad. I just. No, it's not you. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Jocelyn Hernandez. Her fit is sick. I wish I could send you this. She's choppy with it. She's got a choppy shirt on, a choppy dress shirt. I'm going to send it to you so when you turn on your phone, you'll see it. My she looks like she's now. trying to be, uh, an essay. Jocelyn been in them streets uh, putting in work. Yeah, she has. She be having like little hood shows and shit. Yeah, you saw when people said she flashed people like she pulled out a gun. I like that kind of stuff. Man, you like gangster women? Thug misses? I just like a woman performer who wants to show her titties to the crowd. That's pretty cool. That is tight. I used to watch TV shows as a youngster just because of nudity. That's how I started Whoa. with Game of Thrones. This guy is horny. Relax. Hey, we got to, hey, man. What do you want me to do? Just because of nudity. Yeah, that's how I started getting into Game of Thrones. They said, hey, man, it's a lot of naked honeys in this show. I said, all right, I'm there. Those pale, pasty-ass titties in that show. Yeah, but there was some there was some lightly melanated sisters there, like the curly-haired black girl that everybody liked on it. Oh, yeah, you know they're going to make the black girls um be super nude. Or shout out on Insecure, the big titty joint. She, whoo. I can't tell. It looks like one of my friends is at a Pride Festival. Shout out to him. Yeah, good job, brother. Congrats. Delante. Good for you, brother, man. If it was 2004, I would have... You would have called him the F word, and it's not, it doesn't mean family. The hell no, I would have called him that. I would have just made fun of him for it, but I'm not ignorant anymore. And there's nothing wrong with... There's nothing wrong with supporting uh, pride people. You're ignorant. Yeah, sometimes being ignorant is kind of cool. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, it is cool. It's like lying. It's cool. Nah, lying is not where it's at. That's not cool. This, is, is, what, this is what Jocelyn Hernandez said, because it's Pride Month, so salute to all of y'all. Jocelyn Hernandez said, my gayness is like my skin color. <laughs> Proud bi girl. Finally comfortable in my skin. Choosing my husband has nothing to do with some good old tongue action. It's a time and place for everything. May you all be as comfortable and open as I am. It's truly groundbreaking. Dad, so this is her lesbian fit? <laughs> oh, Did you send it to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap. She looked like a... OG West Coast type of That's nigga. That's what I'm like, saying, man. She I saw a nigga that looked like this the other day. He was uh, Spanish. He was bumping Dub C. 
I feel like this is Ving Rhames outfit. Yeah, this looks like going to, like this is the classic gangster look. Yeah, she's crazy. That, it's the classic gangster look that YG was kind of trying to do in his clothing line. <laughs> oh, with his, his clothing line and his dress shoes. Yeah, like and he had like a I think he had like a, a tie on or something. <laughs> I don't know why people being swagless makes me laughy, makes me happy and laugh. You didn't respect his uh clothing line? What, huh? You didn't respect YG's brand? I didn't say that. Well, you want me to get hurt? You know what they do, allegedly. Oh, but hey, no. man. <laughs> Shout out to 400. Shout out to all of them. Shout out DJ Quick. Shout out 400. Shout out All Money In. Shout out Other People's Money. Shout out the Stink Team. Shout out My Money. Chopper Sue Convos. We out. What's your plan for the rest of the weekend? Oh, yeah, you said Sunday's your cheat day. So you're gonna get you some what beef bacon, pork nah, bacon, and what cheeseburger? I'm getting, I'm getting this crazy crab cake sandwich that's gonna be done tomorrow from this place. They do food. Um well, I hope they do food over there. Well, it's only it's only around for a limited time. Hold on, let me make sure it's tomorrow. Oh Lord. Oh shit, it's over Uh-oh. today. Damn. In two hours. Fuck. You better go. Nah. How far is it from your house? It's not that far, but I'm going to a cookout. Oh, uh, tomorrow? Today. Oh. Well, not a cookout, it's a party, but. Well, Grape Street party? Yeah, Grape Street. Grape Street party? It's a gangster session? Yeah, I just sent it to you. This is like one of the craziest sam- sandwiches. Like, if you look at their in- their Instagram, they have crazy food at this spot. Like, crazy. Week. And it's over? Yep, today at 7. Where is this party at, son? In Hoodbridge. Oh, yeah. Well, be careful over there because a couple of days ago, one of the homies robbed a bank. Damn. Did he get away? Yeah. He was wearing a red scully and a red hoodie. I think they, they're going to find him soon. I don't know. Damn. I wonder how much he got out there with. Yeah. But hey, he must have done very well because the bank was closed the next couple of days. And when I went to another bank and asked them about it, they said, <laughs> Hoodbridge. Mm-mm. That's crazy to rob somebody in red. Yeah, red on red, but hey, there it is. Chop us some convos. Be safe out here in the streets. Summertime means it's going to get active. Freaks come out at night. And in the daytime, because it's Pride Month. We out.